I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is Plumadiddle. A somewhat reliable source of information for most things, John. Most things, including mind controlling parasites, brain sucking, manipulating creatures of every sort, be it the animal kingdom or the corporate kingdom. Corporate kingdom, Keith. Yeah, so this is part two of the mind controlling parasites, corporate manipulation. All right. So, but first, John. First, John, uh, Keith. Let's let's tell the flummadiddlers out there what we're really passionate about, and that is helping widows. Widows Link, Marlene, she provides grief support opportunities for widows. Specifically, what we're interested in supporting is this cruise thing. Help these widows grow on this cruise and connect, yep. make new friends, have new experiences, have new things to look forward to in their life. So go fund to me. We've Search yeah. Flummadiddle. Already sent one widow. We want to send more, so keep giving, guys. We appreciate you. All right, so... Corporate manipulation, John. What you think? Are you manipulated by the corporates? Well, I'm sure we are, Keith. Yeah, I'm sure we are. They start advertising Apple Jacks and cereal and bombarding our kids with this crap when they're like little bitties. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't so, stop, Keith. It don't stop ever. So I've had enough of it. Me sign, too. sign everywhere, sign. So blocking up the scenery. So we're uh, we're going to bust through the flumadiddle today for the flumadiddler so that they can learn how to be on guard against manipulation by advertisement, but also just corporate manip- manipulation in general, right? Right. So, so let's, define some manipulation. All right. Let's what define. is manipulation? Manipulation. Well, if you want to manipulate somebody, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to control? Their behavior, their thoughts, their behavior patterns. Yeah. So their behavior, really. And right. So we talked about mind control and parasites uh, last week. Like the zombie ant fungus. Yeah, that was awesome. I liked it. But those, they they have a physical way of controlling their prey. It's an actual organism that infiltrates its host. Yeah, so something, some kind of chemical or venom or something gets into the brain and they actually control. Right. Okay, well. So we're talking about manipulating. But the end result's the same though, right? If you manipulate somebody, they're kind of, they're they're controlling their minds so they can control their behavior. Well, if someone's able to control your behavior, that's just as bad as mind control. Right. right. I'm with you, man. So you're just kind of skipping the middle part and you're just going right into controlling their behavior. Well, that's what that's what corporate corporations, corporates. That's what corporates do. To that's you. what corporates do, Keith. Corporations, that's what they do, man. They control your behavior. And we're telling people you know today, like like our unseen partner Shug says, finger to the man. That's right, man. Right. He says that all the time. <laughs> so okay. let's talk about the art of manipulation. Okay, so manipulation is a way to hijack or hack would be a more uh, right. modern word, right? Hack the Hack mind or change absolutely, behavior. man. So this is definitely a real thing. Studies have showed that, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectic behavior therapy, uh, psychodynamic uh, psychotherapy, interpersonal psychotherapy, all these different kind of behavioral therapies literally change the brain chemistry. Right. So like... Literally. Literally. So... When you modify your behavior, you can actually affect your brain chemistry to where you are now, you you think differently. Now, you know what, Keith? Just a little diving off point, a little rabbit trail. It would be fun to do a show on the positive aspects of that because they're finding, uh, you know, what we call neuroplasticity. Yeah. That a lot of things we think were set in stone. Aren't. Yeah. With behavioral changes, dietary changes, different things, you can literally... 
yeah. change your brain chemistry for the better as well. But today we're talking about manipulating that and guiding you in maybe not the best way. Yeah. So that yeah, there is definitely positive things to it, John, because um, ADD, ADHD, OCD, uh, depression, all these uh, mental disorders have something to do with brain chemistry. Right. And it is shown that you can actually change your behavior and alter that brain chemistry to the good. Now, I'm, I'm okay with a regimen of drugs that help as well. You right. Know, but I'm just saying that you can use behavioral therapy to fix yourself in those manners. Right. So... All right, anyway, so let's dive in. What, how the they evil do part this? of it, though, is corporations use it to hijack your brain. So let's talk about some of those techniques. Is that where we're headed? Yeah, let's talk about them. So right. uh, the art of manipulation, in order to understand behavior or to control it and change it, you have to understand what people want, how they think, right? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want, Keith. I want to, I want to, I want to, I really, really want to zig zig ah. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, brother. That's what I'm talking about. So, see, they did it there. So they you, manipulated, you manipulated our brain. manipulated me. Yeah. Exactly, man. You That's made perfect. me do that. So. I changed your chemistry, brother. You did, man. So what is behavior, John? Like, how do we, how do we get to the way we behave? Through our experiences, our emotions. Yeah. And that's what they try to manipulate. Like for me, I won't dive too deep into this, but I've been trying to place my emotions and my feelings at a level that's not up front. Yeah, that's good. Not necessarily, I wouldn't say in terms of being a stoic, but in right, terms yeah. of learning, in terms of learning how to make willful choices that put those things in their proper seat. Right. But if those thoughts and those feelings and those understandings are out front, yeah, man, they can drive the they can drive the chariot, so to speak, and that's what they're trying to manipulate, right? Yeah, stoicism would be an extreme to that. We don't want to be like a robot, right? right? Um, we do want emotions, but, but we want to put them in their proper in, place. Yeah, you have to keep them in check for sure. But they don't want to do that. They want to keep them out of check, Keith. So right. let's tell them about that. How, to, how what's happening here? Yeah, so like your desires, your human nature, your experiences. All those things affect your behavior, but emotions is the one that they can really play on, right? Or prey on, if All you right. will. Tell us about that, Key. Okay, so there's different manipulation techniques. One of them is called fear and relief. All right, so you scare somebody and then you try to influence them. So they've done studies like where they have, they'll have like a someone faking to be a blind person or whatever. Right. They'll walk up and tap somebody on the shoulder. Well. Like in public, you know, and it kind of scares you for a second. Right. You know, you turn around, you're like, oh, somebody's oh, tapping me on the shoulder. Yeah, and then they're like, it's a blind guy, and they're asking for the time. Okay, well, then you're relieved. Okay, right. so that range of emotions there actually makes you um, more susceptible to, to being swayed, to influence. Right. So, like, right after that, somebody might ask you to donate to a charity or something, and you're way more likely right. because you just had that roller coaster of emotions to donate than you were before. Right. So they call that the fear and relief tactic. You know what I see in that? What? Some of our some of the prescription drug commercials. Yeah. Almost like, oh, all this terrible stuff's happening. But wait, flamexididdle will help you, Keith. Right. Call your doctor and tell them you need flamexididdle. Or yeah, or, and it or, will solve your disease problems. Or buying gold. You know, we're yeah. gonna have another bubble. The it's economy's gonna, have gonna another crash. Bubble. It's gonna crash. But gold is going up, so it's fear, and then oh, relief. Ooh, you know, and then oh, now I can buy gold. You're right, so. Anyway, All right. what's another one, John? All right, so mirroring, right? Copying body language and accents. Why do we do those things? I think a lot of times if you interact with people a lot, you can do some of those things not even thinking. You're trying to connect with people. You're trying to develop trust. Right. 
So there's the guy. He's looking cool. You're he's making, looking like you. He's hey, he's like me. Yeah, you're making connections. He's a regular right? guy. So you know what a headhunter is? I don't know if that's my term or everybody's term, but these people that sell you condos, I call them headhunters. Oh, okay. Now, I think a headhunter what used to be like the equivalent of Monster.com that put people in positions of jobs. Okay. I don't know why. At some point, I started calling them headhunters. All right. So what about they hunting you to try to cut your head off or something? I don't know. I just made it up, I guess. But anyway, right. so I, I've been to some of those meetings before to right. get the free stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh, I've just noticed things that they do. So you're talking about this establishing trust thing. It's like this guy just so happens to have kids about the age of mine. This guy just so happens to like golf just like I do. This guy just so happens to like all these things, you know, and I'm like... Dead you like yeah and i'm like man this guy's so full of crap man he don't like all these things he's just trying to manipulate me you know but that you'll see i can use you mean your favorite singer is neil sadaka too (laughs) you want to do that walk in and say something just outlandish and see if they just kind of try to mirror that i love neil sadaka (laughs) so uh another one is the guilt trip oh man you know what the classic is on that i think about i think of sally struthers and people starving in ethiopia Oh yeah, now that's no joke, man. There are there are very serious circumstances in this world, humanitarian crisis and famine in different countries. And I am have been personally supportive of different groups. I won't say who they are, but right. I, I'm huge on supporting, especially food and water relief. Yeah, absolutely. in famine stricken areas. But and like I said, play, sometimes these manipulations can be used in a in a positive way they're trying to help like look you see hey you just ate spaghetti for dinner but look what this kid ate nothing right exactly so it's the guilt trip yeah uh pita uses the puppy dog faces you know look at these puppies suffering and uh my mama was like an expert guilt tripper you know right that was her main (laughs) that was her main form of manipulation it was it was her main way of getting me to to act right you know (laughs) but um so how about the victim card the victim card so, uh, just going back to the headhunter example, you know, a headhunter might say in a conversation, well, I'm calling them headhunters, the condo selling guys, you know. Some salesman, some something. Salesmans, yeah. Selling you whatever crap they're selling. So, they selling. might say something like, man, people are can be so mean to you in these meetings sometimes, you know, like I, I've had people cuss me out and all this stuff. I'm just trying to provide for my kids, you know. I mean, exactly. I, I we got to eat too, you know. Exactly. So, they've already set it up so they're you're feeling sympathy for them and you want to be kind to them kind right. than the last guy that must have cussed them out you know right so they're playing the victim because you're card. a nice guy keith right all right what's another one love bombing yeah. you know that's funny i use that with a, a little fella i know my son yeah <laughs> like we'll give a we call love bombs at bedtime no, okay. it might be. So you're not manipulating them. No, you just got a different. Thing it's fun. We just named that out. Like <laughs> yeah. it might be like if we watched a football game and he had seen like he likes Alabama. Unfortunately, I like Auburn, but he might be like uh, liking Tua or something. So I might give him a Tua love bomb. I'll pretend like I'm throwing a big pass at his head or a big Iron Man love bomb, <laughs> repulsor blast. Right. But this is being extremely nice to someone so that they'll do you a favor. I'm sure none of us have ever done that, have we, Keith? Like, I really need something from them. I've, I, if I'm super nice to them, they're more likely to be super nice to me. Right. And, um, yeah, so love bombing, and there's one that's very similar to that, bribery, right? It's kind of the same bribery. deal with uh, material things, right? You give them something of value, 
not necessarily expecting anything back except for you do expect something back. Right. right? Exactly. So. All right. Half-truths and partial-truths, Keith. All right. So half-truths and partial-truths. Partial-truths and half-truths. That's just a different way of lying, right? Yeah, exactly. So if someone says, uh, oh, you know, you were, you know, out where you weren't supposed to be using that bar last night, but you say, I was at my office last night. You know, you're wrong. But you were just at your office before you right were before at the you bar. Went to the bar. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a half truth. It's an omission of truth. There's several different ways of lying, and uh, that an emotion, uh, an emotion, an omission of truth is one of them, right? You have lies of commission, lies of influence, and lies of omission. All right. So commission is a uh, you just straight up lie, straightforward lie. Influence is like you know you're, you're saying something like I would never do something like that. You know, even though you've done something like that, yeah, you're trying to influence them. Like, right. who do you think I am? You know, yeah, I'm Keith. I won't even say your last name because we haven't given our last names, Keith. We're flying under the radar. I like we got to keep a certain level of mystery. You're right. Until we get invited over to Ireland, which, by the way, it's been a couple episodes since we shouted out Ireland. So, if Ireland. you want us, we'll treat you really nice. We'll talk good about you. We'll play the victim card. We've never been to Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Please invite us over. You know, I really would like to go to Ireland. I really would like to go. I wish I knew somebody in Ireland. I'm ruddy complected. <laughs> yes, just, you are, Just Keith. a brother. All right, another Keith. mother. So now let's take these techniques and let's move them on over right. to, to some of the dirty corporates we were talking about earlier, right? Marketing manipulation, Keith. Okay, so like, here's some just examples from commercials. I know you've heard things like this, like, compare at $100. Exactly. What would you think about that, John? Would you think that product is worth $100 because they want me to compare it? Well, to I'm going to tell you, I've been kind of a cynical, skeptical person with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people are and think it's a great deal, and I've talked to people that did me. I'd just be like, that's a bunch of crap that was made in China. You know? Yeah, but now, I know I'm what the same way. At. Luckily, John, when I was in eighth grade, they played us a video that showed how commercials lie to you, which I grew up in the 90s, and so that was a really good thing. Uh, have you ever seen the Crossfire commercial? I think I was going to mention it later on in the podcast. Would you ever seen that? I'm not sure. I may have. That is like the perfect example of like commercial manipulation. Okay. Right. It's crossfire. You know, it's that game that you know. <laughs> it's the kids playing the game. Well, one of them like comes down from the sky on this little thing that he's flying on. You know, and then like it shows on in slow motion. It's like, you know, when they're hitting the thing. Right. And, you know, and then like he leaves, he wins, and he goes back like in a bolt to line and something like that. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta have this game. Yeah. You know, you know, you're not gonna fly away. It's not right. happening. You know, you're not gonna see exactly. this in slow motion. And later on, a lot of uh, um, rules about commercials came yeah. out, and they stopped a lot of that stuff when it was just basically false advertising. Yeah. You know, another one, Keith, with the compare thing. I know. Uh, we're talking about the old cubic zirconia versus the diamond. Yeah. Or do you remember what a, uh, you remember this one? Genuine faux pearls. Oh, yeah. F A U X. Which means fake, right? Fake in <laughs> yeah. French. My son asked me about, hey, Dylan, or hey, Dad, what does a uh, fox mean or yeah. something? And I know a coworker, I think it's uh, somebody that we've called Hickey before. Said oh, yeah. something about her grandmother talking about getting some of them genuine fox pearls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. 
So uh, ripping people off, man. That is so. Like what they want you to do though is think that it's worth a hundred dollars because they say compare, but compare. actually they're just saying compare it to hundred dollars. You can compare it if you want. It's only worth five, but you can compare it to hundred dollars if you want to. You can compare to, it if you, you want know. to, but I don't want to. Kid. What about calling next ten minutes? You get free shipping and you get the extra second one for a dollar ninety nine. Only a second shipping and handling fee applies. But they did not say what would happen if you don't call in the next ten minutes. You still get free shipping. You right. still get this, exactly. you know, like it's just a, a ploy to get you to call. It's a they're what if you got a free micro pig? Time Keith? is running out. You're saying they actually have a clock on there on those infomercials. Yeah. Like time is running out. But yeah. what happens? I've called after time before, and they still gave me the deal. I'm like, right. wait a minute. <laughs> I think I was. Just they're giving you a free micro pig, but you know what, Keith? There's no such thing as a micro pig. It's just a baby pig that's going to get to 50 to 200 pounds. But there is a spider pig. Spider, spider pig. pig. Spider, spider pig. pig. Does whatever spider pig does. All right. Um, What's next, man? Your shirt reminded me of that one. Yeah, I got my spider man on. What's up? All right, so what about... Spiderman. Uh, pay nothing for covered services. Oh, pay nothing, nothing for, for covered things service. that are covered. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so uh, I thought it. I already was paying nothing for covered <laughs> services. <laughs> what about uncovered services? So a lot of times they'll use like trick photography too, right, to make things look better than they actually are. Like, you ever like looked on a look for a hotel and you're like, man, that room looks nice, and then you get there, right. you're like, what the crap? That was like their model room. Or like, something. look at yeah. that. I brought my black light with me, and they didn't use a black light. This room has issues. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Lots of issues. You bring a black light. Exactly. So, what else we got, man? All right, so let's move into the meat of it. This is what really people really want to know. This is a big in these days, it's man. It's a big in these days. And uh, we will call it social media manipulation. Manipulation. I like saying manipulation. Manipulation? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that sounds dirty. All right. Keith. Don't what? go there. You I'm said just saying it. manipulation. You said I said it. manipulation. Slowly. You manipulated my mind into okay. thinking that that was your fault. All right, so they prey upon your emotions. Two, one main emotion. What is that? Keith, please, Keith, if you don't push my like button, I'm going to cry. Yes. If I don't get 57 likes, right. I'm going to cry. So it's this, this, this uh, need to be validated, right? Validation. And the more and more narcissistic our society becomes, the more and more there is for this need. Validate me. Yeah. And so that like button, that's what it does, right? It uh, it validates you. And it, the, the validation is so brief. Because when you post something, you're wondering, is people going to like it? You know? Do right. they like it? Please validate me. Please say that you like it. And then you get that like. Well, that validation is so brief it does something in your brain that just small release of endorphins right that makes you happy oh yeah yeah it's validated well it's such a small one it wants you coming back for more and so it's like a drug it's man. like fb crack it is and so and uh it reminds i'm glad i'm not a teenager these days kid. and adding like a mad face or thumbs down that just intensifies the effect because then it's right. a gamble you know it's kind of the same effect that people have when they have a gambling problem you right. might win, you might not win. So you're constantly going back and checking, you know? Right, exactly, man. It reminds me of uh, Pavlov's dogs, you know, like when they do a certain behavior, they get a reward, right? Right. So you post something on Facebook, then you get a like button. That's a reward. 
So right. you're rewarded for that behavior of posting something and gets you goes back for more. And Keith, it's really like the gambling thing. It's a uh, Lord. I've actually got a degree in psychology, believe it or not, but it's been umpteen thousand years ago. Yeah. It's I, I forget the term I'm looking for, but the fact that you're not validated every time, but every so many times, right, can influence you to post more. Right. It's like exactly. pulling the arm of a slot machine. I may yeah. not have won this time, but it could be next time. Exactly. Thankfully, I don't do a lot of posting on Facebook. I do a little bit, and uh, you know. But if you're a teenager, I've heard it's really bad. I've really bad for teenagers, especially if you've got that need to be liked. I mean, we all want to fit in, and especially when you're at a point, you know, my identity is a little more solidified now. Right. Exactly. Of how I think of myself, yeah, I think, uh, and I'm not near as concerned about who likes me and who doesn't. Yeah, teenagers are more susceptible. Because you're trying to find your tribe and your connection. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I can imagine that would be pretty tough under those kind of circumstances. So they prey upon that. There's actually, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, John, but when you open the Facebook app or Instagram or whatever, there's actually a a delay on when your notifications pop up. Do you notice that? It, like, takes a few seconds. For your to well, show I'm whether or not you have notifications or I use a rap well, rap. That's right. Metal. Yeah, that's right. So, I forgot about that. So I don't have notifications. And that's a good thing. Hey, just a little hint yeah. to help decrease some of that behavior. Set your email, Facebook, and all that stuff so it doesn't notify you real time. Yeah. That you can go in. That it'll only go in. It'll only notify you when you open that app specifically. Yeah, that's true. I don't have mindset. Yeah, I don't like, either. Man. I only when I open the app. It'll show me whether I have notifications or not. Right, exactly. The thing is, I have noticed before that it'll like take a few seconds before it shows whether or not you do. That's okay. on, Do you know that's on purpose? Well, like, I believe it must be since you're yeah. bringing it up to me. Well, you know, Facebook, the app opens immediately. They could show the notifications immediately if they wanted to. They delay it on purpose to give you that sense of anticipation. Okay, dirty so, heathens. Yeah, it's a it's a mind manipulation. They're manipulating you to be anticipating whether or not you get those notifications. Because you anticipated it, you feel that emotion. It actually makes the notifications more important. It's behavioral right. control. It's crazy, ain't it? It is crazy, man. All right, so another emotion they play on is that people generally don't like to disappoint others. Right? Okay. So you have a, on a Snapchat, you have streaks. You seen streaks? We oh, should no, stop I don't do Snapchat. Thank goodness. Well, I don't either, but I just know about this. Okay. Like, I I say we start a campaign to end all streaks. Okay. A streak is when you've engaged with somebody for so many days. Oh, I got you. And so they're playing upon uh, your sense of not wanting to disappoint that other person because you're on a streak with them, and you're like, well, if I if I'm the one who ends the yeah, streak, yeah, that's some dirty I, B know, type stuff, man. Yeah. You know. I'm familiar with streaks in terms of uh, a guy who started a website years ago called Spark People. Yeah, A lot of people on there, are, it's about losing weight and different stuff. But for him, it wasn't when he started it. He wasn't overweight. But he did want to get in better health. So he started the idea of streaks for personal growth. Right. Like he didn't want to disappoint himself. If now you've actually done sit-ups for 100 days in a row... Yeah, you don't want to break that streak, and that would be a good way. Or if you jog, so yeah. if you use that for yourself. personal growth yeah. with yourself, don't beat yourself up if you do break it. But you're in kind of a little friendly competition. Like, man, I've done this streak for ten days. So yeah. I'm well. It really only take five minutes if I do some sit ups. So you know, on a positive note, you can use that to kind of positively manipulate yourself into right. positive behavior. But what these social media platforms are actually trying to get from you is your attention. Right. It's an attention game. They have. Yeah. To, they want your attention. 
instead of your attention being on another platform because they sell ads, right? Right. And so they're just they do all these things to keep you on their platform, keep you going. So like the three dots when someone's typing, that's another thing of not disappointing somebody. You're like, well, if I go away, they're typing right now, so I gotta I gotta wait, and it keeps yeah. you on their platform longer. I got whereas you. you might have just responded to them later, you know. But you're, Thankfully, you're keeping you on their platform. Exactly. And I'll, I'll hit a little bit of that later. So let's keep going with this. And then I've got some ideas I want to throw in at the end. Okay. Key. All right. So also, they it is a lot like a drug. Uh, you get this endorphin trip. If you've ever seen these YouTube videos that are called Asmerian videos. Asmerian? Yeah. That sounds a, like, is that related to The Hobbit or something? No. It's a whole other podcast. It's like a... So like you get this like weird sensation when certain things happen, like you hear certain sounds and you enjoy them, right? Okay. Well, it's this thing that happens in your brain that you enjoy that. Well, there's videos out there that's just just those sounds. Like it might be like somebody brushing somebody's hair and that reminds you when your mom brushed your hair so it gives you this feeling, you huh, know? that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. So there's all kinds. You look up Asmerian videos, man. It's weird stuff. Uh, how about unboxing videos? Now that, that, Keith, I will jump in there. I enjoy the unboxing video myself. Okay, so let me tell you, man, what you get while you're hooked on that. Because right. unboxing something, there's a sense of anticipation about like what's in the box, you know, and you right. enjoy the unboxing of it, and then it's revealed. Well, normally in real day, in everyday life, that comes and goes here and there, and it's supposed to happen. You know, occasionally. Yeah, occasionally just, well, which I like, do it that way. Yeah, I don't watch right. them routinely. Well, people who get hooked on these videos, they're actually uh, numbing that part of their brain. I you get what I'm saying? And so, like, then you, you have to watch more and more and more. As oh, it becomes that's bad. An addiction. Yeah. Now, for me, it's a thing like, let's say I'm looking at a specific guitar or a specific pedal. Yeah. Or maybe only every couple of years do I get a new phone. And I generally... Get an Android phone, an unlocked phone. I try to find a great deal. And so let's say I'm looking up Android phone A or guitar B. I'll look that up on YouTube and it'll be like unboxing the new LG blah, blah, blah. Or the new um, such such and such effects pedal. And so I'll be like, oh, okay, well, let's see what's going on. And they kind of, so it's kind of a review slash unboxing. So I enjoy those in that perspective, but thankfully I don't seek them out routinely. Because there is a certain vicarious thrill you're not there getting to is. open it yourself, but somebody else is opening it. And yeah, you can watch waiting. them. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's got the such and such headphones that were tuned by Harmon Carden or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Sure. So, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, geeky music stuff. I hear you, dude. Um, to each his own, man. Exactly, man. Or floats your boat. Look, I know you like my pretty pony unboxing. Keith, just I, tell the people, man. Tell I the do, people. man. And uh, with strawberry shortcake and. I don't know. <laughs> That's old school. I have a friend of ours that we used to work with who is a very, um, well, let's just say this. He is a very big fan of My Pretty Pony. Really? Or no, not, not My Pretty Pony. That's what I said you were. What's the little kitty cat thing? Hello Kitty. Oh, Hello Kitty. Yeah, you remember who that was? Uh-huh. I can't say his name. Uh, I don't, I don't right. know if I want to know. <laughs> I might think less of him. All right, so <laughs> another thing they use is algorithms, right? Have you yeah. ever got yourself caught in a scroll? You're just like... Yes. I'm caught in a scroll. I'm caught in a scroll. I, oh, I just, caught I keep, in a scroll. I'm just, I keep scrolling. It's like anthrax, you know? caught in a mosh, but you're caught in a scroll. All right, so basically these algorithms develop a profile on you on based on your interactions, what you've interacted with before. Dirty heathen. So that knows what you like and what you don't like. Now, you would think Facebook's just going to give me what I like, right? 
They're not going to give oh, it to no, you. Oh, no, uh-uh. Because if you they get what you like, keys. you'll scroll less time. So they'll tease you with, here's one you like, but then you'll scroll for a while, and you don't find nothing you like. So you keep scrolling, and you keep scrolling. Oh, there's one I like. Oh, finally. I want another one. You know, and you right. keep scrolling. The mm-hmm. whole idea is to keep your attention, to keep you on their platform. Right. That's why I limit myself to a certain amount of scrolls. Like if I'm on there and I'm checking stuff real quick, I'll say, all right, I'll just flick through here for like, I don't know, a few times. Yeah. Maybe I'll say three times. But then you don't find nothing you like. So I just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Dirty heathens. All right. All right. So I want to share, are we about, are we, yeah, we, we wrapping, wrapping it up, up here? Man. We're wrapping it up. All right. So let me throw an example of something out at you. How do we minimize this in this day and age? Well, the number one way is something I've been talking about with my son. Mm-hmm. If you can minimize screen time, first of all, that's a plus. Yeah. So create those screen-free zones, man. Absolutely. You know, no phones at the dinner table. Very rarely do we ever eat away from the dinner table like watching TV. Or maybe, hey, we're going to have some quiet time so we're not looking at TV or a screen yeah. to be manipulated by. Turn off the media. Yeah, absolutely. Is the best way. And for and that's a little easier than you'd think sometimes these days because we don't have cable. Right. So I have to consciously either go to Netflix or Hulu. And yeah. I'm not, so I'm not bombarded with commercials like I used to be. That's good. Yeah. So that's a plus. Right. And limit. We're going to limit. So just know this, like Flumadiddle is never going to be on every popular social media social media social media social media outlet because we just don't have time to fool with it right so we'll pick and choose a lot of the people that we know are on facebook so we have a small facebook we're presence. on facebook because we're old exactly <laughs> but i'm not interested in nobody wants to see a couple of middle you know all the young like, people think yeah. that facebook's old people thing now well that's good yeah i, know I don't right. you know i use it mainly for messages from different groups that i'm affiliated with yeah but I'd just rather be there or have our own website. I don't got time for everything. Right. Thankfully, I was born. I straddled that fence of the media manipulation era. We're on your favorite podcast app, whatever it is. Exactly. We are on that. Exactly. Hey, and do this. Keith and I are looking at over the next few months of introducing some premium content. Yeah. We would love it when that comes out if you consider supporting Flumadiddle. And, hey, there's a simple way, Keith, that the folks can support us right now, and it would be very beneficial. And what would that be? What, five-star rating? Five-star rating. <laughs> I got you. Where are they going to do that at, Keith? On uh, Apple Podcasts would be the best place, probably. Be the best place, yeah. absolutely, man. But, uh, yeah. And, All right, so that's but, Anyway, we're also looking to do maybe in the fall the Flumadiddle Potlucks, so stay tuned. Oh, Flumadiddle Potlucks. And we're yeah. talking about actually making the dessert Flumadiddle for the yeah. potluck. But just a, a time we can interact with uh, the fans who want to come to where we're at. So, Yeah, get it. Come on, hop on board now. Like, meet us before we get really famous and you won't even be able to get a ticket for the thing. Right, exactly. Right now, we, you can just come for free and hang out. We're still going to do a potluck. Yeah. <laughs> we, might be in, we might be in the midst of a million people. Oh, man. Sorry, Keith. I didn't mean to play footsies with you, man. That's all right, man. It's all, right. all right, brother. All right. Just uh, stay tuned, too, for our uh, shirtless live video. Shirtless live. And, st- <laughs> and stay unmanipulated. Yeah, there you go. All right. Peace out. Peace out.